Hi, welcome to the Chaser Pod. This week we have Maschaba Kumalo, best known as a broadcaster in Mzanzi, radio personality, TV presenter, spokesperson for the Department of Arts and Culture. But who knew Maschaba had a trick up her sleeve? We chat to her about her new single, Vela, and her music journey, something which she admits has been a long time coming. Stay tuned. Oh yes, Umzansi Celeville is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the cheese pot. And we know you as a TV presenter, radio, you know, you, like, <laughs> I feel like you did a, you pulled a, a, you know, a rabbit out of the head on us because yeah. I think a lot of us didn't know that you can sing. So when did the singing begin? You know, the singing probably began in my mom's belly, to be honest with you. I've, I've, it's always been in my genes, you know. Mm. I mean, my mom can also sing, even though she's not a singer. Uh, she's a military veteran, but she has a beautiful voice. And um, I think maybe when they say the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, mm-hmm. that's been the case. I never planned on becoming a, a singer or uh, singing professionally. It's never dawned on me. But in the same way that radio and television found me, music just found me and the bug bit. And here we are. When uh, Yazi, you're not painting the picture for us. <laughs> when, <All right. laughs> when, did, when did you then decide then to to record music? Like, when did it become? Yeah, popular? yeah. So when I was at Metro FM hosting the Drive on Metro with Mo Flavor, mm-hmm. I used to sing. You know. Uh, at the end of every song when I back announced I just found myself singing along and then Mo would do this thing where he turns down the volume and people started commenting and saying but Maschaba actually has a beautiful voice when is she recording a song so it started as a joke this thing you know and then eventually Mo was like listen I'm so sick and tired of this when are you actually just recording a song Mm. so I was like I I just ignored that you know whole thing we just laughed it off then he put it out there and he's like listen if there's any producer out there who wants to work with Maschala please can you just you know raise your hand and can this girl already just go and record a song already so there were several you know producers that reached out and um my heart was set on Moby Dixon, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the interesting thing is, is that I've never even been a house fan, uh, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Not a not traditional house. I'm into more soulful house, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's why he appealed to me the most. And I decided I'm going to go into studio with Moby Dixon. Mm-hmm. And guess what? When studio time came, I canceled I postponed, I came up with excuses, (laughs) I lied, Um, I was scared, you know, to get into the studio. Mm. And then eventually one day, I think it was during level three lockdown, I just got that inkling, you know, someone said something to me that actually sparked, reignited that fire again. And I realized, what do I have to lose? Mm. So I called Mo Flavor and I said, listen, please send me Moby's number again. I'm ready for real now this time. Mm. And I called Moby and I promised him that I was not going to back out this time. And I went through to the studio. 
we recorded a song but it didn't happen instantaneously the first day was my first time doing it so we just jammed you know he taught me about jamming which means um basically sampling different beats and getting into into the groove of things and and because of covid lockdown his studio is home based so you know his wife was very warm very receptive i mean i think i've spent like 3 4 nights at that house while we were in the process of making the song you know mm-hmm. um they were really awesome hosts and eventually we you know we produced uh, the first song i ever featured on which is not my song but it features on Moby Dixon's uh, most recent album called when house was house mm-hmm. the song is called velinani And interestingly enough is also a spiritual song even though it's a house song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here you are I write a song it was a freestyle. Yeah. Um it's interesting I'm a writer by profession but I've never written a song. I literally would go into the studio and you know kikene moyeng I don't mm. know how to write that one. You were in the studio. And then the words just came, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's a prayer but it's a house song. And uh, mm-hmm. so that was my first song. And then with my my first ever single, my single. Mm-hmm. I was approached by the Real Landlords. Uh the Real Landlords is a duo that's made up of Untetelelo. Mm-hmm. Um uh, his surname is Mposwa as mm-hmm. well as a gentleman who goes by the name of um uh, Lord Jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll send you also, I believe you have a statement there uh, Jazz's uh, original like birth name is in the statement as well Nkulego Nkulego Senim Kanaking it's in my statement So anyway Jazz and Dete invited me to the studio I met them at a Moshito conference where they were performing for the minister mm-hmm. uh, Minister Mteto and uh, after that we exchanged details they invited me to the studio mm-hmm. and lo and behold we recorded a song it was also a freestyle you know yeah, yeah. and that became my first official single that i launched um this month mm. now yeah. you know you're going through these motions was choosing a certain genre to launch yourself in was it was it important or were you like look i'm just going to put out the music what we classify it as is up to us That's exactly it. I did not think about genre. I wasn't thinking about positioning. I wasn't thinking about presentation. I literally went into the studio to record music for myself and to fulfill my desire, my passion, you know, to live my highest expression. It was for me. And um and what came out is something we are all proud of, you know. Mm-hmm. and especially my first single which was produced by the real landlords something we're all proud of and mm-hmm. there was no even consideration about how is this going to fit in the current trends the mm-hmm. song is not on trends you know yeah. if you've listened to it yeah, it's not my piano it's not quite though it's not hip hop uh, it, it really is a classical more orchestral song you know mm-hmm. um yeah it's not on trend but it's a timeless song mm-hmm. which is a beautiful thing yeah Mm-hmm. what inspired the song and then what is the the message behind it so the song was called vela on the particular day that i went into the studio i wasn't really in a good state spiritually and mm-hmm. emotionally my heart was very heavy i actually didn't even want to go i almost canceled but something told me to go so mm-hmm. the words that literally came out of my mouth what i was feeling in my heart mm-hmm. when i said vela you know is is saying is is a conversation with god and asking god to to show himself you know or herself and asking god um you know skelugu tuvele uzibonakalise 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so many, we are losing so many people at such a fast rate to depression, mm-hmm. to COVID, to gender-based violence. I mean, you know, we've literally come out of a war. You know, we are still recovering and we need God to, to, to show himself or herself. Mm-hmm. That's what the message is basically, yeah. And how important then was it to to have this kind of song? Because like you said, we have been through extremely difficult times and you being a very spiritually enlightened woman and you've shared your journey recently that you've walked the path to becoming a healer. How important was it to have this kind of message where you are still, you know, the, the notion is that once you walk this path, um, you are like a walking encyclopedia so we can come and ask you questions. But here you are still asking the God source to reveal himself or herself, as you put it, for answers. It's pretty interesting. I mean, I think that's a great question. One thing that I've realized is that everything I do, everything I've ever done has mm-hmm. always been purpose driven. Right. Mm-hmm. So. When you look at my my profile and you look at my my history, professionally, personally, everything I've ever touched has had to do is tied in somehow with my calling on this planet from television shows. You know, you probably you would know that I'm not an entertainment presenter. Mm. I've never presented anything that was focused on entertainment, edutainment, maybe. But all the shows I've ever done in my life have always had a developmental Uh, or a purpose to empower, to uplift, to educate in some shape or form, whether we're talking one day leader, the big break legacy, you know, any and every show that I've ever been on, SABC 1, 2, 3, ETV, all of them have had, have been tied in with me and, and what I stand for. And I think the same is true for music. I think regardless of whatever song I could possibly make in the future, whatever Mm. genre I could possibly explore in the future, I do believe that every single project that I involve myself in would have a higher purpose that's bigger than me. Now you've launched the song, you've launched the single Vela. Are we going to still, you know, see you release music or do you want this to simmer with us first and then we get used to um, you singing and your song then maybe later you're going to release more music well at the moment I'm taking my time Mm. and we'll just allow people to consume the song I'm taking my time. I certainly, when I did this for the first time, when I went into studio for the first time, mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to be one song. Mm-hmm. And then it became another song. <laughs> so I'm very spirit-led with this, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm allowing the process to to guide me. Yeah. And uh, and I'm just taking my time. Mm. Um Let's let's take just take us back to the first time you were recording with Moby Dixon. What gave you the confidence, you know, to to feel like I've arrived, I'm singing? Because I know the nerves and butterflies in the stomach are there, but what kept you on your firmly on your feet that I'm doing this now, I'm gonna sing? There was zero confidence. <laughs> there was no confidence to speak of. I was a nervous wreck. Mm. I couldn't even open my mouth. In the first session, I couldn't. I was scared. Um, and, you know, in the second session was when I had the courage 
Mm-hmm. And purely because I was in the spirit, I was in the zone, you know, yeah. I had to, I had to die to self. I had to immerse myself in that process, you know, completely. And um, thanks to, you know, that higher guidance, I yeah. was then able to remove myself and allow for God to work through me in mm-hmm. that moment, you know, mudimu um, to work through me. And, and I'm blessed for that. Mm. With that said, do you think if you, if you started singing earlier on, would the turnout or would would you have been happy as you are now had you started earlier on with the singing? It, yeah, it's interesting because, um, you know, the most frequently asked question is like, what took you so long? Mm. Um, I think everything happens when it's meant to happen. Mm. You know, because, you know, God is not governed by time. Well, at least not our time. Yeah. So, and God's time is always the best time. Mm. And I, I feel that this is happening exactly when it needs to happen. And and I hope that the message that everyone takes away, because remember, my children are watching, mm. you know, and just like I hope they know that you're never too young and you're never too old. It's never too early and it's never too late mm. to follow your dreams, <laughs> to pursue your passion. That's true. Mm. In the many hats that you don, you know, being that of, <clears throat> excuse me, TV presenter, radio presenter, a singer now, a mom, you know, a broadcaster, businesswoman, a healer, which one kind of brings you to your core? I don't know if I'm putting this correct, but which one brings yeah. you most fulfillment? Let me let me phrase it that way. The most fulfillment. Mm. Anything that is purpose-driven brings me fulfillment Mm. in any shape or form, Mm -hmm. as long as um, my heart is in the right place, you know? So Mm. for instance, when when I have an opportunity presented to me, Mm. I'm led by my heart more than by my mind um, to ensure this is aligned with the journey that I'm walking and my purpose here on this earth. Mm. So there is no one particular part of my professional life that mm. brings me greater joy than than the other. Mm. There is joy in everything that I do, and I don't do anything that does not bring me joy mm. or fulfillment. Because you know, success without fulfillment is is an epic failure. Yeah, definitely, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. See, because when we're on this journey, right? Most healers that I've yeah. spoken to. Um, the journey of accepting and the journey of fully walking the path are two completely different things. Would you say that the Masachaba who has now, who is now walking the path is different mm. from the Masachaba who first discovered the calling and then heeded the calling? <clears throat> Definitely. Well, look, firstly, psychology dictates that we become a brand new person every 10 years. Some might mm. argue that it's every five years. Yeah. But we are constantly evolving as human beings. Mm. You know how someone could say, oh, Masaba, you changed. Mm. And when you're younger, it would be offensive. Mm. Um, especially when you when you grow up and learn to establish clear boundaries, you know, with mm. people and with the world, when you start becoming assertive, when you begin to know who you are. Mm. And, and, and now when somebody says changed, that's a compliment. Yeah. Because if I'm not changing, then it means I'm not growing. Mm. You know, today I'm the woman. I'm exactly the woman I've always wanted to be. 
Mm. Not because I am a spokesperson to a minister, not because I'm a, a you know a renowned broadcaster, or, um, or not because I you know I'm a singer now. No, not for any vocational title. I'm mm. the woman I've always wanted to be on the inside. Mm. I, I possess all the attributes of the person I've always wanted to become, and it took yeah. me a whole life to become this person. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, I'm definitely a different Maschaba and a better Maschaba. And 10 years from now, I will be an even better version of myself. Mm. And is it a change that was, you know, kind of easy to embrace? And does that kind of play a role in then the decisions that you took going forward or when, it came, when it came to your career and your focus? Not at all. And not necessarily. I think it's life experiences more than anything, good, bad, and ugly. Mm. Uh, especially, you know, bad and ugly. <laughs> you know, yes. We grow through pain, unfortunately. You know, um, we don't grow in, in comfort zone. You know, mm. we learn and we grow through challenges and 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 become better at approaching life and and our conflict resolution processes and and I definitely would attribute you know this embrace to really just my life journey and the things that I've been through and the things I've had to overcome. Lastly, Maschaba, I know I'm, I promise not to take up too much of your time. Lastly, um, I understand that the single Vela has already dropped. What yes. is your message to somebody or people that haven't heard the song? Well, my message to people that haven't heard the song firstly would be find the song. Don't <laughs> <laughs> listen to the song. It's available on all digital platforms. Mm-hmm. But furthermore, to say that we are we all suffer the same human condition. Yeah. All of us. Mm-hmm. I don't care what your background is, what your financial position is, whether you're employed, unemployed, self-employed. You know, it doesn't matter how old you are. We all we all understand pain, just mm-hmm. like we all understand love and joy, mm-hmm. and we've all been through the most, especially in the last two two years. Yeah, and 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 we're all still trying to recover, you know, uh, emotionally, spiritually. We're trying to reconnect again. You know, we've just been through something that that broke society literally. It broke families. Mm. It broke people. And I just want people to know that Mudimu hey, God is alive. God is alive. And it's important to stay in faith and trust and believe that all things work out for the greater good. Mm. And when you go through tumultuous times in, in your life, um, just going back to the time when you said when you were heading out to record Vela, you were not really in a good headspace and all of that. What keeps you grounded? Like what motivates you to s- still keep going? Uh, this is my last, last question. <laughs> what, what <laughs> my, my faith, my faith keeps me going. Mm. I know that I'm here for a higher purpose. Mm. And for as long as I have air in my lungs, and for as long as I'm here, mm. I know that I'm here for a reason. And my faith um, has always kept me grounded, no matter what I'm, I'm dealing with or going through at that point in time. Mm. And that's what allows me to be self-driven. That's what gives me my confidence mm. when I hit the ground running in the morning. You know, that's where I get my strength. Mm. And I always say that God puts me where He wants me. Yeah. 
because right. God is my CEO. Mm. All right, Pastor, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. All the best with the music and all your endeavors. Thank you so much. Thank you.